Hello and welcome to Plotress. This is Meg. This is Lane. And today we're going to be reviewing One Good Earl Deserves a Lover by Sarah McLean. So this one came out in 2013. It's the second book in the Rules of Scoundrels series. The first one was A Rogue by Any Other Name, which I think we've already reviewed. Mm -hmm. And this one stars Philippa or Pippa and Cross. And Philippa is the sister of Lady Penelope Marbury in the first book. Yes. Uh, so then this one is about Pippa. She's introduced in the first book as an intelligent blue stocking. Um, my read on her from the first book was that she was on the, on the spectrum, like on the autism spectrum. I will say that if that was what was meant to be portrayed, I did not see it in her book. Agreed. One girl or one good Earl deserves a lover. This one just well. Let's read the the book summary because yes. I mean, the first line really gets at it. Lady Philippa Marbury is odd. The brilliant, bespectacled, bespectacled daughter of a double marquis cares more for books than balls, for science than the season, and for laboratories than love. She's looking forward to marrying her simple fiancé and living out her days quietly with her dogs and her scientific experiments. But before that, Pippa has two weeks to experience all the rest. Fourteen days to research the exciting parts of life. It's not much time, and to do it right, she needs a guide familiar with London's darker corners. She needs... a scoundrel. <laughs> she needs Cross, the clever, controlled partner in London's most exclusive gaming hell, with a carefully crafted reputation for wickedness. But reputations often hide darker secrets, and when the unconventional Pippa boldly propositions him, seeking science without emotion, she threatens all he works to protect. He is tempted to give Pippa precisely what she wants, but the scoundrel is more than he seems, and it will take every ounce of his willpower to resist giving the lady more than she ever imagined. Yeah. And, spoiler alert, does he resist? No, he does not. Would you want him to? Well, I mean, no, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying... These uh, these blurbs, I think, just get more ridiculous as time goes on. Oh, a hundred percent. But so when they say Lady Philippa Marbury is odd, I think in the first book we took that to mean she's not just incredibly intelligent and uncomfortable with the social convention imposed upon women of this era, but that she fundamentally didn't understand right. society. Exactly. And this book dials it back, and mm -hmm. she's just portrayed as exceptionally intelligent and yeah. lacking in a interest in society. Right. Which to me puts into question the whole premise of the book, which is that for I don't understand why she does what she does, which is she, as the blurb says, she goes to cross and says, "Before I get married, I need to understand sex." Yeah. Right? And I I don't get that. I don't I don't understand why that happened. I don't either, honestly, and even this one, so okay, let's get into our quick summaries because I get at one of my things in it. Yeah. So the random number generator uh, gave us number 40 this week. Um, so I say, the most forgettable book in the series, mostly because Cross isn't a childhood friend, murderer, or woman. Philippa decides the best way to prepare for a wedding day is to show up in Cross's office and sem demand some sex tutoring. Yeah. So mine is, supposedly book smart, street stupid, eminently logical Pippa asks for some lessons in loving. Cross, bad boy, but not as bad as you think, and legendary lover reluctantly agrees. Hijinks ensue with a little help from Cross's friends. Pink rose metaphors abound. Oh God, so many. <laughs> so like, for me, 
the premise of this one doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Not just because you don't understand why she's decided with 14 days left to get married, she really needs to understand what her new husband will be asking of her. Yeah, because it's just ask him. Right. If you're going to ask someone, why ask a stranger? Well, and you also don't get the impression it's going to be a marriage filled with any passion. So no. her, like, it's not like she's trying to learn to please him. She's right. just looking for it academically. But beyond that, her sister, yes, is married to one of the other partners in the gaming hell. But why Pippa would show up in his office... Uh-huh. Like, to begin with and even ask him... Yeah. ...is never really established no. other than the fact that he has this reputation. Yeah, he has this reputation for, for being, like, London's most amazing lover, basically. Right, and she thinks, oh, I'll just go to the source and ask him directly, but, like, even... I don't know how she got into the hell. Like, I yeah. know I'm overthinking this, but you're not supposed to be getting in if you're not a member. Yeah, you, yeah, and if you're not... And there are women members of this club. Right. As an FYI. Um, and maybe she's not one of them. Relationship gives her special access, and she is, and we just don't know. I mean, it, I but, guess, but like, it's a very simple question that just wasn't answered. Yeah, it's, I, it's such an unbelievable premise, yeah. and he's such a forgettable hero. Yeah, if you if you can get past the premise, I think you might enjoy the book more than we did. But I think for both of us, it just really was jarring because I, I didn't understand her motivations. I wouldn't call it bad. Yeah, like if you like Sarah McLean's writing, it's right in line with the rest of them. Mm -hmm. This series is not my favorite, but is overall pretty fun. Yeah. Like, it's not... It's just really forgettable, yeah. even amongst the series it's in. And we said this in the first one, like, that Michael, the hero of the first book in this series, is a little too beastly. Yeah. I don't even understand why Cross is a bad boy. I, I, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't either. I, don't, like, I truly don't get it. And, and not only that, he has... Okay, this is... I think a minor spoiler because we find out about it pretty early in the book. So he's supposed to be this legendary lover, blah, blah, blah. It turns out that he actually has never, well, hasn't had sex since his scandal. So for like years and years and years, he's been celibate. But his scandal isn't even that horrible. No, no. So, so but his brother was the heir. Yeah. Dies in a carriage accident that killed his brother and injured his sister. Yeah. And Cross was sleeping with the mistress his brother wanted that night. So yeah. he feels guilty for their death because he should have been there instead of his brother. Right. And that's it. That's it. Like, that's that's the and, whole of and why he's horrible. Instead of, like, blaming his father for being a big jerk, because his father was a jerk about it, yeah. um, or instead of blaming himself for getting drunk, instead he blames sex. Yes. So sex is now bad. He doesn't want to do that anymore because having sex in, it, it resulted in the death of his brother. Not just generally being sort of irresponsible right. in a second. Like, and he wasn't malicious about it. No. I, don't, I think ultimately the pairing here is lacking on both sides yeah. because what was supposed to make her stand out sort of being this outcast she really isn't yeah. and what's supposed to make him stand out being this bad boy being reformed mm -hmm. sort of not that bad yeah. and you end up in this like space where nothing that unique is yeah. happening and I was I was really disappointed because I really liked Pippa in the first book yes and I was very I really wanted to read about her uh, relationship and her love story and it didn't it didn't get there for me agreed you know like I, I did feel like she had a reason at the end of the first one and the reason is she's gonna marry this guy she doesn't really like him all that much like she doesn't hate him she doesn't really she definitely doesn't love him there's no inspired passion there's no inspired passion so if her reason was okay I'm gonna be a good 
wife for the rest of my life, but I want to experience passion first. I, I think I could have accepted that more. But than... she doesn't really know him. She doesn't pick no. him because she wants to experience passion. In right, fact, exactly. When she initially approaches him, my understanding is she's not asking him to show her. No, he's she's asking, she's asking him, him to, to tell her. her. Which also, I was like, when the so the last chapter of the first book. Uh, she, you see their encounter. You see her going to the hell mm -hmm. and saying, "Cross, I want you to teach me about love," mm -hmm. or I don't know what she says. Well, sex, she's, so. and she's reading over his accounting books. Yeah, which, but I mean, I, that didn't bug me. It Whatever. was weird. So that's the end of the first one. I'm like, cool. She's gonna like take her fate in her own hands. Maybe she, maybe she wants to ruin herself so she doesn't have to marry this guy. I, I read several books where that happens, and that they were more exciting than this one. Um, but that's not it. She she's just like no. Actually, just tell me what's what I can expect on my wedding night. Yeah, and the fact that she thinks that's also going to take two weeks. Yeah, like without any practical application, I'm not yeah. quite sure what she's looking for. And also, she's super super smart supposedly, but then she, he uses trick dice with her, and she doesn't catch on. Yeah, that I thought that was. Th there's no tr real character depth. We're told things that we don't see. Yes. You know, she's very smart. She can't figure this out. She doesn't, you know, she wants to learn about this. Oh, but actually she wants this. I, I don't know. It's just... He's a bad boy. Who happened to not be at home when his brother died. Yeah. It's it's strange. Um, so overall, this one has a lot of tropes. Like, to begin <laughs> with, like, the bad boy and the sheltered girl. Yeah. Um, both of them are engaged to other people at various points yes. in the novel. Um. I, I even have here in my notes, why does she need to seduce him? Like, yeah. I'm so confused yeah. by it. She's a botanist. Yes. Lane and I were joking that for some reason they're all horticulturists or botanists, all, all those intelligent women. None of them are, I don't know, physicists or um, geologists. Or mathematicians yeah. or... Well, that, you know what? This is not true. Or, I can think of a mathematician book. I can think of a geologist book. But on the whole... They, but on the whole, they, they do botany. And it's... I think it's kind of a womanly science, I if guess. that makes sense. Like, you don't see very many who are interested in business for business sakes or great with investments yeah. or, like, it's it's still tied to this, like, woman of the earth. Yeah. I think, trope. Yeah. But anyway, uh, for some reason, botany is, like, the science. It's the archaeology, I mean, the, was the architect. Yeah. Like, all men in romantic comedies are currently architects. Yeah, yeah. Like, women who are botanists was the thing in historical romances. Yeah. So I already touched on this, but for the literary devices that that I found jarring in this book. It's really the, the tell, don't show. We're told a lot of things about these characters that they do not d demonstrate in the text. Right. You know, we're told that she's really smart. We are told that she doesn't want to marry this guy. But then when, her fiance, but when she interacts with the fiance, like, he's completely inoffensive. He actually turns out to be like a super nice guy. Right, and I think it's really weird because if what she ultimately felt was like marriage should be for passion, mm -hmm. and she felt stifled by that, mm -hmm. you could see her walking away from this really nice guy, yeah. but she's very explicit that she doesn't think or need marriage to be for passion, right. and she never really <laughs> reforms on that. And in fact, like this is a bigger spoiler, but so I'll pause for like a second in case you want to fast forward 15 seconds. But <laughs> when she does finally dump her fiance to get with Cross, she's apologetic because she's in love with someone else and she doesn't feel it would be honorable to marry him. Yeah. Like it was very clearly not her intention to be anything but a good wife to this guy. So it all just feels very thin. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that was it. That, the whole thing, the initial setup, their context throughout the book, the conflict, completely ridiculous, completely ridiculous conflict, um, has to do with his fiance, Cross's fiance, and why they get engaged. Uh, really stupid. And then, really stupid. Yeah, it's, it's dumb. And then, um, and then the way it's the way that it's resolved, in fact, is pretty stupid too. It involves the both fiancés and like a big hullabaloo. hullabaloo at the gaming hall. Of course, it all goes back to the gaming hall. They always do, though. <laughs> that, that's less frustrating, but I do think that, that this That didn't one... bother me. It was just like the fact that it happened at the gaming hall, that doesn't bug me. But the just the fact that it had to be resolved in this like big, grandiose manner. I, I really there, there was, a, just so you know, there was a very simple, simple way to resolve this conflict. Yes. That they did not choose. I think, honestly, you can tell she came up with this idea of this gaming hell run by these four fallen members of the aristocracy, and this was the one she had, like, the least ideas yeah. for. Like, you can really tell. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then, uh, you know, we talked about this when we talked about um, the, the first book in the series, but they, she doesn't do bad guys very well. He's not bad. No. Like, he's so bad that he lies about having sex. He actually doesn't have sex. What a bad boy. <laughs> You know? I mean... Right, like he's tragically celibate. Yeah. How evil. Oh, no. <laughs> and and, like, and he, he's... I don't want to say he's the pimp, because he's not the pimp for the whores at the gaming hell, but he's like their protector. Like, he, he doesn't find Johns for them, but if they have a problem with somebody, they go to him and he takes care of it. Well, and when they want to leave prostitution, he oh, finds them... He finds them a way A out. respectable job. Of course. It's, he really is very saintly, and it's very oh, confusing. he's like the, the, the nicest anonymous benefactor you've ever met. Well, and also, like, the rest of them in this series have some actual dark secret in their past that yeah. would prevent them from, yeah. like, reintegrating into society. One has lost literally everything. Literally everything. One has been accused, accused of, of murder, murder, and the other was completely outcast from society for reasons we will get to in that book. When we get to it. But, but yeah. like, he really, this is entirely self-imposed exile. Completely. Completely. Yeah, I don't, well, I mean, I think his father does, like, throw him out. But his father's now dead. But now his father's dead, so, like, just go back home. Yeah. Like, there's really no reason for him to be this outcast. So yeah. it, anyway, so let's move on to the sexiness, because this actually might be one of the strengths of the book at least one I scene. I mean at least one scene yeah yeah because so he reveals that he is celibate and he was he says he will not touch her so he's like I'll give you lessons but uh, not practical lessons mm -hmm. not, they're not hands-on it's not a hands-on lab this is a lecture right which is what hot. she wanted yeah but she then she becomes an active participant mm -hmm. on herself yeah and it is it was. It's good. It is good. I, that scene got two thumbs up from me. Um, well, it's one of the only unique things about the yeah. book, honestly. Um, when they actually do hook up, it's it's a little it's a little too wrapped up in the conflict. Yeah, it's one of the ones where like it's a sex scene where like they're thinking about you know how they're gonna what are they gonna do the next day, and this is the last time I'll ever hold right. him in my arms. Like, and yes, we are consummating this, and it is goodbye. Yeah, which is just. <laughs> It's sad sex. <laughs> it's sad sex. <laughs> so, like, if you're into sad sex, like this could you be might the book really for you. Like this. Yeah, yeah. 
but that one scene in his office is mm-hmm. a plus. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's a good one. Um, offensiveness. My comment in the notes is literally, if she is supposed to be on the spectrum, this is bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if she's supposed to or not. I mean, Lane and I have both been reading the Lady Sherlock series by Sherry Thomas, and we both think she does this amazing job yeah. of writing a character who is on the autism spectrum. And then, like comparing it with this, is real. It's a, it's a huge disparity. In, and maybe in we're wrong, portrayal. and maybe we're only assuming she's supposed to be on the spectrum because we were reading. Yeah, the Sherry Thomas maybe, books. Maybe. Yeah. I definitely thought it was implied that, especially with all the like dot 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 odds yeah. used to apply to Pippa, yeah. that she was supposed to be more than just a usual wallflower. Yeah. Well, and if she's odd, okay, this is going to be totally bitch eating crackers here, but. If she's supposed to be odd, why is her big science horticulture? Because all the women out there are like doing flower arrangements and no, stuff No, but Meg, like she wears glasses. <laughs> Thanks, Lane. You cleared it up for me. <laughs> she wears glasses. <laughs> no, but I'm like, if, if you, she truly is odd, yeah. then like do something like truly odd. Like, like she's, I don't know. Uh, Make her like a sex therapist. <laughs> or like sex scientist. <laughs> With no practical application. Yeah. Like, have this be equal parts a marital and or, intellectual pursuit. Or, like, an anatomist, at the very least. Or, I was going to say, do, do like, biologists, animal biologists, where she's she's breeding, like, animal actual husbandry. animals, animal husbandry, and, and they don't like her because she talks about sex all the time, and she's like, oh, so you can see this trait appears here. Like, this is the age of geneticism, you know? Right. This could be great. But anyway. But instead, she's a botanist who wears glasses. Yeah. And that's and, why and she... And makes roses. FYI, hybrid roses is her breakthrough. Pink roses. Thanks, Meg. <laughs> You're welcome, Lane. I oh, do wish sometimes you could see our facial expressions, because there's a lot of eyebrows going on. But yeah, overall, I wouldn't say this is offensive. Like, it's no. not anti-feminist. It's not... No, it's absolutely... There's no questionable consent at no. all. If anything, like, because this one is so hands-off until it's yeah. not, it's very consent-driven. Yes. Yeah, I would say it's it's so consent driven that he's the one who's who's is in the position of saying yes or no yeah. because she's pursuing him. Well, and even when he ends up with his fiance, they're very articulate mm-hmm. about what they are to each other and very respectful yes. of one another. Yeah, it's a ridiculous situation, but like nothing that I would no raise and, a flag you at. You know, maybe that's another problem is that it, there's nothing offensive about the book either, so it, it becomes. It moves into the forgettable category, sadly. Yeah, so if you like this series and you like Sarah McLean, read it as yeah. part of the series. It won't be probably the most memorable yeah. one. I don't think you need to skip it. No, I would not recommend skipping it. I also wouldn't men- recommend picking it up on its own. Yep, agreed. All right. Um, so if you like the review or if you have any suggestions for anything coming up, uh, we're happy to hear your feedback. We can be reached on Instagram at Plotris mm-hmm. or at Gmail, Plotris at gmail.com. That's right. And we're looking forward to reviewing the next one in the series. Yeah. So rate, review, and subscribe, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.